everyone welcome to another exciting edition of school for startups radio it's tuesday the 30th and we are so cram packed and busy in the show we don't have time to even run the introduction from our wonderful british friend and so we got to go ahead and get started we have a great show diane pisani is with us she is with home watch academy it teaches you how to be in the home watch business for secondary homes it's an amazing new industry and then Henry Penix is with us. He is with a company called Soak. They are using sound therapy in some of the most amazing ways. It's a cram-packed show with two great entrepreneurs. We're going to go ahead and get started right now. Our first guest is Diane Pisani of HomeWatchAcademy.com. You know, there are so many second homes out there, the vacation homes that we only use a week or two a year. I think there's as many as 10 million of them out there. Someone has to take care of them during that time when they're not being used. And Diane is the person to not only do that, but to train you to do that and to start your own business. Diane, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. It's great to be here. Thanks, Jim. So, Diane, I went to one of the snobby, snobby, expensive high schools and was living life and met a woman. Uh, I was on vacation in Florida at one of the beach towns and met a woman. She went to the same high school that I went to. She is now a full-time maid in that vacation market, making $400,000 a year, I heard. Not bad, huh? And doesn't use her expensive high school <laughs> degree at all. Except maybe she does. Maybe, you know, maybe that's how she was smart enough to get, the, create the gig in the first place. But uh, yeah. these second homes, anyway, you tell us. Was I okay, right about well, that number 10 million? Does that sound about accurate to you? You know what? Actually, I've got some stats here from the National Association of Home Builders. You're you're pretty you're pretty close because these were gathered like in 2020, I believe. At that point, 7.5 million second homes, and it says representing five of um 5.8 percent or over five percent of the entire housing stock. And what are the big problems that they have? What are the issues not being there? Any any home that's unoccupied can have a variety of issues. Here in South Florida, uh, especially in the southern part of our beautiful state, we have very very tropical climate. So the number one thing we have to worry about is microbial growth or mold. So I always say for our seasonal homeowners, when they leave in in May, they'll come for the winter time, leave in April or May. If they don't come back until September or October. If their air conditioner breaks in July or August and nobody's checking on it, it's almost a promise that their home will be destroyed. Yep. And you can't just take the sheetrock down, can you? Put up new sheetrock. I mean, once mold is there, it ruins everything, right? It, it can be it can be insane. Uh, I, I always tell people you have no idea what uh, what really cleaning everything in your home is until you've witnessed a place that was destroyed by by mold. And uh, I've I've witnessed that before. Uh, and that's usually when somebody contacts a home watcher after something's happened. But they have to clean everything down to the down to the silverware and the toothpicks, everything. And it's it's avoidable. And I guess that's that's one of the biggest things. It's avoidable by a regular visit to the property all right and you don't in get involved in well do you do you get involved with rental cleanings and stuff like that or is that separate no, we have nothing to do with cleaning. The home watchers, our job is to visit the home on a regular schedule, uh, the home or the properties, the home or the property to look for obvious issues or early signs of damage. So it's going to be everything for checking from uh, making sure the appliances are operational. We're going to look for any water leaks. We're going to we use our, our most important tool, which is our flashlight to check the, the walls, the ceilings, the floors, anything that can be an indication. So if our people are up north. My home watch companies and um, businesses up north. My graduates, they're they're worried about this winter time because when that snow starts to melt, it can the snow. They can have snow dams. It can cause roof leaks. Anything can happen. Here in Florida, we have to worry, of course, about our tropical storms. And let me tell you, Jim, when when we have a hurricane or a tropical storm, it rains sideways. So we're looking for water damage everywhere. 
I have been in some of those storms, so you are right. The the rain can be uh, scary. It can also come up sometimes too. I've seen it even do that. It does everything. I remember I'm from uh, Northern Indiana originally. Um, after I moved to Florida, I called my sister and I said, do you know the worst rain that we ever had in Indiana? She goes, yeah. I said, that's the rain letting up in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in the car, you're staying there. If you're in the, in, in the store, you're staying there too. That's for sure. It's, 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 it's crazy. But so many folks, I think they, I think they just believe they can, you know, stay in their seasonal home wherever it is, leave for several weeks or months, and everything's going to be hunky dory. And it's just not. Things can, will, and do happen. There's no doubt about it. Definitely. All right. How did you get involved in this? You've had such an interesting background. You also worked at some of my favorite hotel properties in the world, some Ritz Carlton's. Uh, I have you. Diane, let me digress for a second. Do you know what sure. you call uh, an afternoon? Well, I'll forget it. I was going to make my joke about hiking and camping. I consider camping what you do between two Ritz Carlton hotels. So. I have to agree with that. <laughs> yes. Oh. And I've got a background in the travel industry. So I, from 1980s, actually in 1986, I launched one of the first cruise-only travel agencies, and I did that for 17 glorious careers. And it's like, you know, a cruise vacation is perfect in so many ways because I personally believe that we were all born to be waited on. Might you agree with that if you're a Ritz-Carlton kind of guy? Yes, I certainly agree with that. And... uh I'm not sure I'm ready for cruises quite yet. I might still be too young. Oh, there's a mis misconception that we would have to do it on a very serious uh, second interview, I think. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I understand. I understand the, you know, getting off every day and a new locale and stuff. I just, uh, I'm just not ready. I I've done one and, um, I'm going to wait a couple more decades before I do my second. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. But it's, you know, I, I believe so many of us are in the in the business of customer service. And I also believe that you can take your customer service skills and apply them to absolutely anything that you believe in or have a passion for. So I didn't even know what HomeWatch was. And indeed, after I sold my travel agency in Indiana and moved to Florida, I did have a stint at the Ritz-Carlton Naples on the beach, which was wonderful. You won't be surprised to know that I had to keep a list of all the famous people that were there during the, during the short time that I worked there. It's a beautiful property. Is, um, is that the one? Have you stayed at that one before? No, I haven't. But uh, I think it's I awesome. Know some people who've worked there uh, as, as well, some other people, but you started your, well, you worked at a different home watch business before you started your own. Is that true? Actually, it absolutely is true because the woman, the real estate professional that I rented from said, uh, Diane, you'd make a great concierge and home watch person. And I said, I, well, I thought you only had a concierge at a hotel and what in the world is home watch? And that was back in like 2004. So I found a gentleman who was expanding at that time. He uh, was where I got trained in home watch. I worked for him for a bit. Then I went on to uh, actually work for the real estate, uh, the real estate professional, started her home watch and concierge division, and in 2006 co-founded a home watch company. And then it didn't take long to learn that it was a very fragmented industry. It wasn't even an industry back then. So then you're not an entrepreneur. That's how I'm teasing uh, and uh, gets to <laughs> one of our little thesis points. I am trying to teach people that copying is awesome that you don't have to wait around for God to throw you mm -hmm. a creativity lightning bolt that what you should do is find a business that you like and simply copy it and do it better than the other person that something like 93% of businesses are copies of existing businesses and therefore you should feel no problem about that you know if you see a great model go do it yourself and you're a testament to our thesis. So we love that. Well, you look, you know, you, you identify any kind of problems or challenges. So when my business partner and I launched the business, we grew pretty darn quickly and you can only, you can only 
watch over so many homes because a home watch professional has a book of business. It takes, it takes time to do that. So within less than two years, we needed to start finding referral sources to other companies, either outside our area for our overflow and the like. And I started calling them and, <laughs> and truth be told, I couldn't, I couldn't find anybody worthy of a referral. And I don't, uh, from me, and I don't say that in a smarty pants way. It's just that I had very high standards, but you know, I work at the phone company. I owned a business for 17 years before that and I was Ritz Carlton trained and you can't you can't take those standards out of your out of your DNA that's for sure but home watch wasn't even a profession hardly back then it was more of a favor that happened so on on a little bit more than a whim in 2008 i i went ahead and figured well if i can't find people to refer business to i'll just grow my own so i did a introductory to home watch 101 training course and i think at that my very first training i had like you know 13 or 14 people so it was the beginning of proof of concept we also back then didn't have any professional standards or anything so i spent 15 years in the field uh flushing other people's toilets for a living and watching over their homes and then in 2009 i founded a training company and that's that's where the home watch academy began all right. How many homes can one person handle? That's a great question. The pat answer is some of it, it, dep is, it depends because it depends on the size. And, and as a general rule of thumb, the home watch reporter in the field, 30 to 50 homes, maybe as high as 70 or so. And uh, we were we were blessed in my home watch company because literally half of our entire clientele was in one one high rise building. Ah, so you didn't have times. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a it's a logic. I call it logical logistics. So it really depends on that. And certain certain clients have different things going on, so it lends itself to basically another service that we that we offer which is we call it a concierge service and that could be anything from uh being an advocate a project advocate overseeing maybe repairs accepting deliveries and when we do find something wrong in the home we're contacting the service provider be it the ac you know ac guy plumber to make the repair and our term is vendor key and service we meet the service provider there so i would always i would say to my folks in class is that somebody might have 30 clients and somebody might have 50 but the one with you know 20 or 30 clients may be busier and have higher billables than some you know than another business so it's a, it's a little bit relative as far as that goes my parents had a house in cashers north carolina which is uh, a gorgeous uh, golf mountain waterfall type area uh -huh. i think there's 28 golf courses within a 30 minute drive or something like that uh, that would be a great place for this business, except the homes are spread out all over East Jesus. Uh, takes us 30 minutes to get to town, you know, so to run to town, to get a can of tuna is an hour and 10 minute exercise, you know? Um, yeah, I do. I got spoiled with having my home watch business in Florida because you could literally, you know, I, I, some of my most successful graduates have started businesses in their own community and they've created an entire empire and haven't crossed a busy street. But now that I have the the Home Watch Academy as of uh, 2020, when did we start? 2020 was on, went to an online program. So I've got students throughout the United States and Canada. And I'll tell you, it's I, for, first and foremost, I can't, this, this Indiana girl who's now a Floridian cannot imagine doing Home Watch in the snow. But it's exactly what you said, because some of these folks, uh, they're, they, they got to take their snowmobiles or their trucks and the homes are not right on top of each other. Like they are here. It's quite a paradigm shift. So what can someone in this industry make in a year? That's a good question. So I take it down to, I can use the numbers uh, for Florida facts here and base it on their, on their visit their visit time and everything. And you, it's cause we, I, I'm going to fumble over my words here. So I calculated at the clients being gone, the homeowners being gone a certain amount of months and conservatively with the emphasis on the term conservatively, each home watch client could, should be, could be valued at anywhere from a thousand to $1,200 
per client per year. And that's just the base. That's before you do any concierge services. That's before you have any of your other other items that you offer them. So your concierge add-ons can easily add up to 10, 15, 20 to 25% or more in additional income. And that's that's kind of a cool thing as far as the evolution of HomeWatch too. When I started training in like 2008, 2009, I got to tell you, it was mostly baby boomers serving baby boomers back then. And it, the industry, it is, I, I'd say I took it to help, help take it from a hobby to a profession. And just within the last couple of years, started calling HomeWatch an industry. And that evolution came as I began to train folks in not only their 60s plus, but their 50s, 40s, 30s, and now their 20s. So it's still a good career for, for folks that maybe have a retirement income or military, you know, um, first responders. But now there's young people and families doing this as a primary part of their career. And that's kind of cool. Well, if you lived in Cashers, North Carolina, this would be an amazing business to start. You know, well, it's funny you say that because I was looking at the other stats from the um, the Home Builders Association, and it said the it said half of the nation's second homes can be found in nine states, and North Carolina was one of those nine. Yeah, it's got uh, you know tons of beach communities. Yep, and then the mountains are amazing as well. Even skiing, the Appalachian Mountains there are are gorgeous. My son was skiing there. Uh, last weekend with that horrible cold snap. And I think he said they had 40 inches of snow in Boone, oh. North Carolina. So uh, that's why I can't imagine water. doing wintertime. Yeah. Wintertime home watch. <laughs> yeah. It's just a different bucket of issues. You know? Exactly. Exactly. But it's, it's household operations too. I mean, first and foremost, you're, you know, our homes are meant to be, are meant to be lived in things are meant to be used. So a standard practice for us, uh, you know, we take, we take cautionary steps, if you will, to, to help damage from happening. But it's uh, when the home watch reporter makes their visit, they're not only looking for any irregularities, but we're cycling the water throughout the home to keep the, the traps you know clean and free of bugs. We're making sure that the household operations are working like the like the washer, the, the dryer, the, uh, dish, uh, the dishwasher. And the big thing is temperature control. So if you're up north in one of these cold places and that furnace goes out, you're in a heck of a a lot of trouble just like if you are down south and the air conditioner goes out because that kind of a home could be destroyed in a matter of, of a week or so another thought if you're on a lake you could yes. offer this for boats and guarantee that your boat battery is charged when you show up on friday night so that your week is not ruined by spending half the vacation getting your boat fixed you know, you're exactly right. And when I when I had the classroom training all those years in Florida, my primary folks were here somewhat fly in for it. But now that it's on an e-learning platform, we're getting a lot more than northern states. And I've gotten some great interest from um, like people in Chicago and Indiana. So people people in Chicago oftentimes have lake homes on Lake Michigan in Indiana or Michigan. And if they're going through that gosh awful traffic to get to their lake home, the last thing they want to do is walk into an equipment malfunction, pest infestation or, or, or a roof leak. So it's growing like crazy in those kind of states. And it, the lake homes are often weekend homes. And the same thing with the cold weather places. Folks are coming there to snowboard, snowmobile and ski. They don't want to deal with anything. You know, and I'm just thinking the concierge services that you could do. I remember one year we paid someone and I want to say it was a thousand bucks to get a, and I think we wanted, we had a, the house there in the cashers was, you know, had the big great room type thing. I think they uh -huh. wanted a 12 or 13 foot tree. I think my dad paid someone a thousand bucks to go get a 12 foot tree for Christmas, put it up and get the lights put on it. So that when we showed up, all we had to do is put the ornaments on. 
And that's exactly one of the services that a lot of our folks will offer. And it's it's so funny because concierge, you know, jokingly based, I always say and jokingly means anything, anything, you know, that we're that we do anything that we can do for, you know, and not I don't want to say it that way. Concierge does with me any services we can provide that as long as they're, you know, legal and ethical and we're Mostly properly insured for those. A little bit moral, or as one of my guys says, we'll do it if it's legal and ethical, and if it's not, we'll take cash. But uh, yep. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how I train them, Jim. That's not how I train them. But I never, <laughs> thanks for getting the joke. I really appreciate that. But I never, when I first started in Home Watch, I never imagined what how many other things could come from it. And it was all born of the homeowner saying, Diane, I don't know if you do this, but... And that's where the legal and ethical comment came from. But it, it really went into a lot of um, cool things. And folks that come come into HomeWatch came from other careers. They have other skills. For example, I've got a husband-wife team, and they, they have a very, very strong and successful HomeWatch company. But they both have a hospitality background. He, he's a chef. She's worked in the restaurants and everything. So when their, their clients are here, they offer private chef services. And that yep. helps take a seasonal clientele into a, a year-round service. And it, it just always boils down to what I'm sure you teach all the time, which is, number one, people buy you before they buy your business. And it's all about that no like, and trust every day. Yes, it is. Especially if they're going to be going into In your, your master home. bathroom while you're gone and making sure that there's no <laughs> leak underneath the cabinet. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you're telling me to go into your most private spot, you know? Well, I'll tell you, I, between all my years in the travel industry and this, I used to say uh, your, your travel agent, your hairdresser, and your bartender know just about everything about you. And then if you put the home watch person into the mix, you better, be, you better hope they don't all get together at the same time. Yes, very true. But you know what? <laughs> but on another level, and, and I really, I really teach this. You know, I worked for the phone company even before I had the travel agency. But something that I realized that I learned back in the day that people need to be taught is is all about confidentiality, and that's not to be taken for granted. So. You know, nobody should, number one, nobody should know who your clients are. Nobody w has ever known who my clients are. I don't know the clients of my, of my home watch graduates or anything like that, but they deserve the respect. And a lot of, there's, there's so many stories, kiddo. There's, you know, folks, service people go into the homes of the rich and famous out here in Florida or wherever. And then all of a sudden they're like posting pictures on Facebook of being in the person's car. It's like, are you kidding me? Wow. There's no common sense. Yeah. That's there's there's so no common sense sometimes. It's 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 tacky and it's just wrong. It's just wrong. So it's for new new business owners, a lot of folks that open up home watch companies are newer to business. So I focus on those kind of fundamental things in addition to teaching them how to do the exceptional home watch visit. And I come very much in my training style from a place of risk management because that's you're when you're a new business owner, you're excited, you're seeing all the the cool stuff, but you have to operate with caution. And you can tell me where all the line are. What are these things called? Landmines are the landmines. Yep. So that I don't step on them. Well, it's like, you know, it's, if it's like, what qualifies me to be a teacher? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm a good teacher because I'm a great student, but in the world of home watch, I've either cried the tears, made the mistakes, spent the money or know somebody who has. And so well, I want to save people from themselves. Thank you. I got more. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Diane, you have a great business too. Congratulations. And thank you for sharing it with us. Uh, I love, you, you know, you fit all of our dream guests, you know, you copied your idea. You had very low risk to get the business started and the, the passion piece. Let me ask you this. Do you like your business or your family more? If you had to choose one, which one Ooh, would you choose? No, that's not fair. That is not fair. What, 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 everybody in the family or just some of them? <laughs> choose whoever you want. Yeah, choose whoever you want. <laughs> and you can even put them in your dream location as well. 
you know, so, uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's, it's like, as far as like copying a business or, or so that you mentioned and everything, what I'm, what I endeavor to do is basically help people copy a business model that exists because HomeWatch wasn't, I mean, it, it's a fragmented, it's a fragmented business. So it wasn't even really known or respected until maybe the last five plus in five years or so as, as a real business. And it's so funny because folks sometimes will ask me what I do for a living. And I say, well, I have a training company that helps cool people launch and grow HomeWatch businesses. And they'll say, you need to go to school for that. And it's like, first of all, what business don't you need to learn or go to school for? And a big misconception is that people think because they live in a house they can watch somebody else's house and that's like me saying because i watch dancing with the stars i'm a good dancer and <laughs> that's another good and that line diane wow you just is it really them no. out there. how do we find out more follow online sign up for the class uh, well, I'm pretty Googleable, so there's there's my word for the day, Googleable. And HomeWatch Academy has all of the information. I've got a ton of stuff on a on my YouTube channel, also. And the one thing too is that folks who are, are starting a business. HomeWatch is really something to consider because it's not only an excellent business opportunity, but it's it's for anybody out there with great customer service skills and the servant's heart. And when when you are considering a business and want to be a business owner, do your research, do your research, trust your gut, take action. But as importantly as anything else, know what your why is and choose a business that matches your passion. It won't surprise you, Jim, that I'm a big Simon Sinek fan, will it? Uh, no, that doesn't surprise me. Um, Didn't think so. It makes me sad, but it doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Oh, it does. Okay. For his, his start with why TED Talk. That's I think that's important for any entrepreneur to 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 watch. And in Home Watch, we we pretty much are just coming out of the innovator stage into the early adopter stage. That keeps me entrepreneurially excited every single day. So I've talked to Simon about this, and my version of why is I want to keep the the power on, and he he won't accept that. <laughs> that's not good no, he won't for him. But you know what? That's what millions of entrepreneurs are trying to do. And that is their why, you know, and to criticize the why of millions of people I have a problem with. So that's how Simon well, and I break. Yeah. Point, you know, point taken there, but I will equate the why as, as following your passion and do, do what you do best. Just like, you know, with your customer service skills. So the people who start home watch companies, it, it, they they have that drive and they've got they've got the customer service skills and a servant's heart and that's a good match for them that's a real good match home watch too has a you know a relative a, relatively a quite low entry uh barrier to entry as far as starting yes. a business without without the overhead of of a brick and mortar or inventory or anything with spoilage right you're we selling like, that's your why skills. It's such a great one to start. Diane, thank you so much for being with us. Great thank job. You. Thank you. Have a great day. And we will be right back. We are back. And again, thank you so very much for being with us. You know, I just love anything involving healthcare and all of the significant advances that are going on there. And as our lives get better, it's just exciting. I'm going to share with you now, one of the companies and one of the entrepreneurs doing that. And they're in an interesting space. They're using sound and some other things to help people live healthier. Please welcome Henry Penix to the show. He is the founder and I think, uh, chairman now of soak which is an Oklahoma-based company. It is in the private healthcare space. Henry, welcome. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Fine. I'm, I'm happy to be on. Well, a longtime entrepreneur, you've started lots of businesses in the healthcare space, and you have your doctorate in healthcare as well. Tell us about the new company and what you're doing. Sound and what other cool technologies are you using there? Yeah, so uh, the sound frequency therapy, is kind of our biggest breakthrough. We uh, went through a period of about eight years in clinic, uh, testing out different modalities for things like depression, anxiety, low libido, insomnia, 
and uh, lo and behold, came up with sound frequency composition. So it's not just a frequency for a problem. It's a multiple uh, frequency approach, uh, all specifically for desired outcomes, as I had just mentioned. And in some of these compositions, we'll have uh, 10 to 15 different frequencies combined to get the desired effect. All right. Henry, the only thing you didn't mention was hair loss, and then you sound like one of the ED supplement companies like Hims or something <laughs> like that. You know, depression, anxiety, sleep, uh, uh, boners, and uh, hair regrowth, right? The, the standard list. Uh, so it sounds like you're – your sound therapy replaces drugs. Is that a, am I, is that fair? Uh, replaces what you, you cut out on me? Oh, drugs. Yeah, yeah. We take a more holistic now, approach. How does it for work? Sure. How does that happen? How does it work? Yeah. So everything emits a frequency, uh, and and we've got a lot of uh, science white papers on our website that people can certainly go read in depth. Uh, but just generally, since everything emits a frequency, we capture the frequency that works opposite of the things I just mentioned, anxiety, depression, low libido, et cetera. And when you find those and capture those, then you present those to the body in such a way that your cells start hearing them, your cells start responding to them and uh, align your body where you're not, you're not, uh, you know, having a problem with those particular symptoms. In clinic, we would usually set people down for 20 minutes uh, they would set in a, a frequency spa. They would put their headsets on, and uh, most of them would would take a nap because it is so relaxing while they're hearing the frequencies that are aligning their cells to to combat those those issues of anxiety, depression, low libido, etc. All right, fascinating. What kind of evidence do we have that this actually works? Do you have to get an uh, FDA approval for this one? It doesn't seem like no. No, you, you, you don't. Um, uh, it deals a little bit in the quantum model. Um, so, so FDA, I don't think will touch quantum anytime in my lifetime. Uh, but, but no, we, we've got hundreds of thousands of testimonials. Uh, we don't make any claims obviously, uh, because of the FDA approval. Uh, but we've got, we've got tons of testimonials, uh, we were in partnership with the Amazon Alexa team on their Alexa Smart Property Division, and we just uh, were awarded a contract with the U.S. Air Force. So I we did see that. That's we, impressive. Yeah, we were very excited about that, and uh, um, and 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 you know we're not here to push anything on anyone that doesn't want to try it. We always give a free trial period, and if you're not sleeping better or have more energy or your anxiety's not been calmed walk away. <laughs> you know, like we, we don't want that, but what we've seen more often than not, 97% of all of our customers are reporting, uh, in at least one area of their life an improvement and specifically the improvement that they came to us to, to kind of help solve. So, uh, it, it, it's been exciting. It's, it's been something that when you solve problems for people like that and, and help them be better humans, uh, it's, you know, that's something that, that I can devote my life to. Easy to get passionate about that. Is this sort of what Tesla was talking about with frequencies? Is this bumping up against Tesla? You mentioned your white papers. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, it's it's kind of hard to define uh, in in one phone call, uh, simply because everything emits a frequency. So there have been frequencies used. You you know, if you hear an opera singer singing at a certain pitch, it'll break glass. Uh, you, you've seen a, a lot of different studies on uh, if frequencies are kind of used the wrong way, but if they're used the right way and harnessed to to you know help with with certain symptoms in the human body, th then it gets very interesting. So yes, it's related to that, but no, it's not. <laughs> okay, that's a fair answer. Sure. Uh, all right, and so. How do you get customer number one to try this? How did your marketing, what kind of marketing are you doing? And I mean, how do you convince the first guy to try this? Yeah, well, uh, you know, like I said, we were in clinic for, for eight years. And then as we converted our clinic to digital, which took nearly two years just in itself uh, to, to have the same efficacy that you got in clinic, 
through your cell phone. Um, and, and how we started that and, and kind of got the first guy to try it or girl is we, we gave away, uh, uh, a few memberships, right. uh, and then we connected with, uh, a couple of, uh, celebrity type influencers who are in this space. Uh, one of our first influencers, uh, is, uh, Dr. Michael Beckwith. Uh, he, he kind of brought the secret and things like that uh, in, into America years ago. He, he was the guy that was on the Oprah show back when she had her show, you know, nearly every other month. And, uh, and, and he's kind of the father of meditation, father of frequency. And uh, he, he tried our, our stuff out for eight months before he would commit to putting his name behind it. And it went from then to announcing it to kind of the people that follow him. Uh, a lot of those people joined and are still with us. Uh, and, and he is even on our board now. He, he likes it so much. He sees the results that he's getting with the people that he's shared it with. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like tell a friend who tells a friend who tells a friend. And, and that's how we grew initially. All right. What's the price point on this? Uh, people in clinic would pay about a thousand a month. Some some were eight hundred, depending on how many times they would come in. Uh, and we have converted that to a subscription of twenty nine ninety nine per month for unlimited access to thirty of our top frequency compositions. Okay, that's a great price. That sounds fair. Yeah, no, it's we we wanted to kind of spread the news my my wife and I which which she was in the clinic as well uh, you know she said how can we get this out to more people you know you, you get so excited when you start getting these type of results and and I said well we can you know build new locations we can go out and try to put a hundred locations up across the nation and service the communities that way and and the more we got talking about it we thought well you know since it is all digital in clinic, why couldn't we have an all digital market out of clinic? And uh, that that's what we decided. Uh, again, we kind of took a leap of faith that took us nearly two years and a lot of money, a lot of energy and, uh, and prove the efficacy that we got in clinic uh, that you could get, you know, over your mobile phone. And once that was done, we decided to, you know, that, that was our route. That was, that was the direction we wanted to go. All right. Makes a lot of sense. A lot cheaper than bricks and mortar. Is it better brick and mortar though? Do you get a better experience in your sound pods? The, the, the efficacy is the same. Uh, we, we have proven that uh, if you come into a brick and mortar store uh, type scenario, sometimes it's kind of like when I get on a plane, I always fall asleep because nobody can get to me. You know, like I'm in a safe space right, yep. <laughs> and it's it, it, it's kind of like that uh, in a brick and mortar versus you do have to find that safe space or that quiet space to listen to these things uh, if you want to get that type of, of outcome. Now, because the frequencies themselves are are passive, you can learn them and your cells can hear them if you're at home doing dishes, if you're mowing the yard. we In our new app, we just came out with a, a dual audio where you can actually play our frequencies under any audio book you're listening to, under any song you're listening to. You mean subliminally? Yeah, not, not fully. Uh, some of that is true, but you can hear a faint expression of the frequency. Uh, but moreover, your cells hear it. So it's more cellular than subliminal. Okay. Wow. Interesting. So how many different frequencies are there? Is there a frequency that teaches you French or makes you better at languages? <laughs> no. Well, don't laugh. I'm serious. You know, I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, I, am with you. I, I think we'll evolve, uh, to, to that space. Uh, but right now the frequencies that we have, have been compiled to give you the focus to learn French faster, um, but won't teach you French, uh, subliminally or cellularly. All right. How did you get your education in this, Henry? Uh, 
you have your PhD in healthcare, I believe. Uh, this sounds like it's audiology, but not really. It sounds like it, you know, puts audiology to sleep. Uh, how do you learn all of this? Who's or how did you have the money to investigate this or even know to investigate this? What's the background that got you prompted to go here? Well, I, I, um, I'm a, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I, I think first from, from my very first position in a fortune 150 corporation to, um, kind of going out on my own and, and owning companies leading companies to successful exits, uh, being uh, in membership with the United Nations, doing consulting there. Uh, I, I learned a lot uh, over the years that I've taken all of that experience. And when I saw what was happening with, with COVID, and, and we, were, we were doing this before anyone knew what COVID was, you know, with the frequencies, but when I saw COVID and I saw the negative effects that it was having on the human brain and that it continues to have today with long COVID and memory fog and things like that, I, I thought, what, what's out there that could be the most effective that we've proven works? Uh, it is a little something to get your brain around it, no pun intended, or it around your brain. But and that's why we give free memberships for, you know, the like like for your audience, we'll have a promo code that people can actually try this for the first 30 days. Absolutely free. No strings attached. Um, so that that's when I knew we had something like that that could scale like this can. Uh, that was something that I knew I could commit my life to. Uh, and, and my doctorate is in leadership. It's not uh, in, in science. Oh, OK, I'm sorry. No, no, I, ju I just wanted to make that clear. I, I appreciate that. Uh, and we have a lot of smart doctors around us, uh, but I personally uh, do not have a PhD in, in the sciences. All right. And the money piece, we are an entrepreneurship show. So talk to us a little bit about the money. So you uh, bootstrap, did you pay for it all yourself? Did you have to go raise some money? Uh, how have you funded the eight years of research. Yeah, I, uh, well, of course the income from the clinic, uh, helped at a, at a particular level, but when we did the deep dive and we took two years to turn it into something, we, we could make a, you know, have our MVP, uh, our mentally, minimally viable product. Uh, I had just exited uh, a company that I had built with about 300 employees and uh, and I was able to fund that myself. I I put about two million into it. We had another million come in from friends and family, and and that got us across the finish line. All right. So 100% still own it yourself. Then you and the friends and family is it still all yes. closely held? Yes. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. That that was probably the hardest thing to do because. Uh, you know, it, it's a little bit longer path and, and, you know, everybody wants to get things done yesterday, but I, I sat back and I thought, you know, I, I really don't want to give up any equity in it now because it's going to be worth so much more when we bring on that next hundred thousand group of people and they bring on another hundred thousand. And, you know, you, you can do the math. You start doing all that by, you know, 29.99 a month. And then all of a sudden your valuations are growing that, that, uh, you know, so much that, uh, you know, at, at least for me, I was very happy. I did not bring on early investors. Now, now we're looking at, at buying a couple of companies out. We're looking at growing through acquisition, uh, oddly enough, just in the last 30 to 45 days, no, maybe 60 days. The time goes by so fast now, uh, probably in the last 60 days, we've made the, the definitive decision to open up for potential investors. And, uh, you know, if, if we get the right people, if we get the right money and the smart money, uh, you know, we would look at investments now just to expand us even further. Now we're in 133 countries. We want to be in more and, uh, we've provided over 20 million minutes of sound therapy. So, uh, we, we want to expand that by a 10 X and, and we want to do it even quicker. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's kind of the yin and the yang on the, the investment money side. Very interesting. I had a man on the show, I don't know, six months ago who 
owns a similar company. They use a sound product to help uh, tinnitus. What is it? Uh, the ear ringing disease. Right, right, right. Is that called right, tinnitus? Yeah, tinnitus. Yep. Tinnitus. Yep. Tinnitus. Whatever. That's right. And uh, he would be at a perfect acquisition for you. The two of you two go together really well, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're we're open to talking to other companies and 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 other individuals. We've made three acquisitions in 2023, and we've got four more on the the drawing board for this year. But uh, but yeah, we're always looking for for great people that that complement great businesses that complement our use case. And, uh, you know, now with the, the contract from the Air Force, uh, we're in a position of, uh, um, you know, probably having the highest credibility that we've ever had and, and probably the greatest potential for growth that we've ever had. And, and we want to, you know, we want to step surely. We don't want to get the cart before the horse because this will be a lifelong thing for me. Um, but, yeah, every, everything everything seems to be firing right now. And it's, uh, you know, it's a good time to be in business to help people. What kind of deal did you offer the, uh, armed forces? Do they get free accounts for members or do they have a discount? How would you negotiate a bulk contract like that in your mind? Yeah. When, when you talk about the air force, um, everything is so classified. I, I really can't mention that. Uh, but we had to do a ton of work on the front end. We had to send out samples. We had to have a lot of testings and, and that whole nine yards. I mean, talking about walking up, a you know, and having an uphill battle uh, for a very long time and just never giving up. And then finally you get your, your product or your service to an area where it works, you have customers for it, and then they, they show interest uh, and, and then the work starts, you know, then, then the other part of it starts in negotiating the right agreements and, uh, you know, so on and so forth. When that becomes public, you'll be able to read about it, but it, it's not public yet. And then also the CIA should probably want to just kidnap you and figure out some <laughs> sort of weapon for this. I mean, there's got to be a frequency that's a weapon that makes people, you know, have body convulsions and fall over a bone coming out of their ears. You're laughing like the, the CIA taught you to laugh that way. Here's yeah, laughing. I know. Yeah, hey, and it's not, and it's not even, it's not even me laughing. It's the AI version of myself. That's so. right. That's right. Because uh -huh. you are already in a black site somewhere. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Check, check your car before you start it. That's all I can say. Yes. No. Send the kids to start the car from now on. Yeah. Oh no. You and I would probably have gotten in a lot of trouble if we would have grown up together. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, my goodness. Uh, I was interviewed by the CIA, and I went to a language specializing college and spoke a unique right. language or two. And so oh, wow. I was recruited by them and uh, very quickly realized that it was not for me. So, right, right. Out quickly realizing that I did not belong there. <laughs> right, right. Well, that that's a big honor, though. You you must uh, must be very good at what you do and very good at language. Uh, half of the school got recruited. So, well, oh, okay. Yeah, I, you're one of the <laughs> top. Supposedly, you know, like in the military, when they say, look to the left, look to the right, you know, one of those people is going to be dead tomorrow. Uh, right. They told us two things freshman week, look to the left, look to the right. You're going to marry one of those people because 70% of graduates from it's Middlebury college in Vermont, uh, right. marry other Middlebury graduates. And unbelievably that's been true in my class as well. Uh, I know one guy who's on his third Middlebury wife at this point. Oh my god! <laughs> so I don't even know how to play that statistically. Does that is that three hundred percent Henry or whatever that is? But uh, and then they said, <laughs> now look to the left, look to the right. One of those people will work for something that they can't tell you about. Oh no, kidding! Wow. Middlebury is famous for two things. It was oh well, three things. It's the largest college in the world because David Frost, the poet, let me think, David Frost, 
Um, it sounds right. Yeah, maybe. Uh, gave the land to the college, uh, most of the Green Mountains, you know, Vermont. Uh, right, uh, right. And so they're very famous for that. They have a very famous uh, writing school up in the mountains called Breadloaf. And then they have a summer program for languages that is world famous, where the immersion technique started some 90 years ago. They kick you out if they hear one word of your native tongue. No kidding. Yes. Wow. Anyway, uh, I, I do think that someday, um, Robert Frost, yeah, Robert Frost is the, the guy who gave Middlebury. Okay, Middlebury. okay, sure. sure. Whose woods these are, that guy, the New England guy. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you're a, a serial entrepreneur, Henry, and then you said the rest of your life. That doesn't add up to me. You're a serial <laughs> entrepreneur. You'll get in, you'll do five more years, you'll get the exit opportunity and leave. No? There, there are so many areas in this space uh, to do just that, uh, and and helping people from a from a mental optimization standpoint, helping with all the things I just said that make up the commercial. Um, uh, there's so many things that you can do in this space. That's why I could see myself being in it for forever. Um, I, I've had a lot of great companies. I've I've made some some nice exits. Uh, but this is something that I can really see that the more I know about it, I'll put it this way, the more opportunity I see. So um, it will be in this field. I can, I can almost guarantee you that. Well, fantastic. Again, the company is soak technologies and that's S O A A K.com five letters. S O A A K.com. It's got a really cool wave on the website that looks like a sine wave or a cosine wave or a sound wave. And so there you go. It's uh, <laughs> a very good website. Henry, I'm impressed. Great stuff. I'm going to try it out. How do we find out more? Download the app, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, well, well, you can go to silk.com, uh, sign up, use the promo code S is in Sam, F is in Frank, S is in Sam just SFS and, and try it on us for 30 days. Thank you. Uh, see if you like it and sure. And you can uh, download, we've got an iOS app and an Android app. Uh, it, it's our new version. We just released this year with AI machine learning and it will read biometrics. So if you have an Apple watch, a Fitbit, an aura ring, whatever, it'll tell you based on your pulse rate or anything you would like us to help you measure uh, the frequency for your particular uh, body systems. So a lot, lot of cool stuff going on there, and I, I hope people try it and uh, you know, let us know. So can I do like three or four frequencies at once? Can I become less anxious, hornier, and sleepier <laughs> all at once? No. Uh, because like three frequency. apps playing simultaneously, do they cancel each other out? Probably. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, that could be the thing that turns you into the psycho killer. That would I know, I know. Yeah, you, you broke my code all uh -huh. this 30-minute interview. <laughs> Henry, uh, but no. so Technologies, thank you so much for being with us. Great story. We'd love to have you back. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Bye-bye. We're out of time, but you know what we do. That's right. We come back tomorrow. Be safe, everyone. Take care and go make a million dollars. Bye now.